This is the Illinois Valley Alternative Podcast. This is an Ivy Pod production. You can find us at ivypod.com. We are Ivy Pod on Facebook, Ivy Podcast on Twitter, and mail at ivypod.com is our email. Let's begin episode 47 of the Ivy Alternative Podcast. Starting now. Starting now. Hi, John. What's up, Clayton? Not much. How are you, sir? I'm um, I'm doing okay. I'm going to try my hardest to not sniffle and make funny noises. I probably will sound nasally. All this spring weather, I've been outside a lot, breathing in things, and it seems to be messing with my sinuses. Right. There you go. You see, you shouldn't have brought it up, and no one would have noticed. Ah... Uh, yeah, those tuned to our our podcasting voices may pick it up. Yeah, that's true here. They're good. Our listeners are sharp. That's true. That's true. So, who's our sponsor this week, John? I don't know. Oh, I thought I thought you got it. No, new. I'm just kidding. We've got a new sponsor this week. Actually, it's a uh, Onet Gaming Company in Ottawa. Oh, Lovely sweet. Ottawa, Illinois. Do you want to Want to read it off? We've uh, yeah. See, I already lost. Where did it go? We've got it up here somewhere. I got it. Oh yeah, take it away. Yeah. Do Do you remember the excitement of finding the warps from the first for the first time in the original Mario Brothers? That's Super Mario Brothers. I'm guessing. How about experiencing the crazy speed of Sonic the Hedgehog for the first time? I remember that. It was awesome. Well, you. You can get back some of the nostalgic feeling by heading over to Onet in downtown Ottawa. They buy and sell classic games from old systems like Atari all the way to the newer stuff like the Wii or PS3, Xbox 360, whatever. And before you go, be sure to fill your pockets with some quarters so you can enjoy their array of classic arcade machines. Uh, anything from pinball to, I saw they had the Ninja Turtles 4-player. Oh, I know. That was one of my favorites. Awesome. Back in the days of the gold mine. Yes. Uh, so, yeah, go check them out. They're on Madison Street downtown, just off the main drag. Onet Gaming Company, and you can also find them on Facebook. And I won't give them phone number, too. It's 815-488-3786. They do – they're open late. They actually kind of have, um, you know, convenient hours. Uh, you know, they're open in later in the morning. Uh, I think most of the time, sometimes the afternoon. But usually they're open until, like, until 11 or 12 or so, aren't they, John? I think so. so. Yep. Yeah. I mean, well, check you know, gamers Facebook. like to stay up late. Yeah, that makes sense to me. You know, no sense being there in the morning. Uh, so yeah, and they have like tons of pinball and all kinds of stuff. So um, yeah, they're they're the official IV Pod sponsor for episode forty-seven. We thank them yes. for their support of the podcast. Yes. All right. Well, we've got a potentially short show. We'll see. We've got um, we we kind of this is one of those deals where such a big event happened. We kind of. I don't know. I don't know about you, Clayton, but it, it just seems like as just a, a moment in time, like a time stamp, just to talk about what just happened here in the Illinois Valley. Yes. That being our crazy flooding that just occurred. Yeah, I think I think it's worthy of a, an episode. I, I think it's timely and, and it is uh, significant. I mean, it's it's probably it, I, I you know I never did catch the final uh, flood stage numbers or in relation to records and whatnot. Did, did you happen to look at that? I know that they broke the record that was set in 2008. Okay. Uh, I don't know by how much. I want to say it was about a foot and a half. Wow. 
uh, yeah, and that was all over. I mean, see, Ottawa, I was reading in the paper, they have it. <laughs> the way that everybody seems to do it a little different. In Ottawa, they said that it was 473.16 feet above sea level in 2008. It was 472.21. So, well, tad over a foot uh, broke the record. And I think I think that is about the same everywhere. It's probably a little over a foot it broke it. So, uh, yeah, pretty crazy. Mm-hmm. I mean, this was bad. I mean, I, I mean, I remember the 2008 flooding, but this put that to shame. Mm-hmm. I mean, especially in Marseilles, where because uh, what the uh, levee broke, yeah, and just really demolished the town. Yeah, uh, and then the the barges crashing and and sinking right there, and uh, it was right. a whole mess. And they they evacuated thousands of people. Right, exactly. And Marseilles, exactly. Uh, I think I read at least in one article they said about 1,500 people were evacuated. Out of a hundred homes or more, so mm-hmm. wow. And the governor, you know, Pat Quinn, came mm-hmm. to the area. I know he was in Utica. I think maybe he went to Marseilles as well. He did. He was at the uh, elementary school, and, and I, I still don't think they're back at school yet. No, I think you're right. I thought I heard on the radio. I didn't see this in an article, but I could have swore I heard that they are not going to get to go back to school there. They're going to have to go to other schools. Oh wow, they're probably going to finish out the rest of the year. Oh wow, are they going to have them travel or are they going to bring in those uh temporary trailer type schools? I think I think they might bus them out to other schools. Wow. Um, I'm just saying this off the cuff without any backup, but I think that's what I heard on the old WLPO this morning. That's a a bit traumatic, I think. I would hate that, you know, you're, you're especially now where it's April. Uh I guess oh, I know it's so close. And you're so late in the year, so Oh, wow. I guess it's better than happening earlier in the year where, you know, at least it's only for one more month. I, I don't know. It's it's not good either way, but it, it's um it's devastating. I know that uh governor declared 38 counties. Yeah, at least 38 counties were declared disaster areas. So, you know, the good thing there is at least that means there'll be relief, you know, the money is going to help come from the state uh to help a lot of these towns and pretty much, you know, uh, Bureau, Grundy, LaSalle, Putnam. I mean, pretty much if, if the county is on the Illinois River, it's probably in this affected disaster area. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And so. Yeah, you were right. I, I just happened to pull this up. The, the, the flood stage in Ottawa for the Illinois River was 473.16 feet. That's above sea level. Um, yeah. And the previous high was from September 16th, 2008, which was 472 feet. Point two one feet. See, I got it. Yeah, you're I right. I know my stuff. Almost a foot um, over. Then that, when you're starting to talk, that's a lot of feet. <laughs> 2008 was a brutal year for flooding because it was like the February 10th, February 17th, uh, December 29th, and September 16th. It was like five times they they hit 463 and a half feet or more. So we'll see how this this uh, summer goes, but I'm hoping it dries out a little bit. And, and and I you know what I was actually looking up not to to rant too much here but we were in drought or near drought conditions uh, from last summer which was brutally dry and we we're actually obviously completely out of it now so that's a good thing so actually this is a good for it's good for the farmers it's good for the, all the wells out there all the lakes and ponds and stuff like that that were starting to dry up a little bit. This is this is uh, actually not not such a bad thing. So, well, <laughs> some people might have a different opinion oh. from you there. Oh yeah, 
Well, if my house was flooded. Well, right, right. And, and I, I, <laughs> I, that's what my old man said. He said that, that it's okay for the farmers or something. He's also said it's good to clear out the river. I don't know what that means, but that's what he said. I'll buy that. He says, like, no, I agree. No, that there's definitely, it's like, yes, you have to take the positive with isn't it. Isn't there the Johnny Cash song from, uh, how high is the river, Mama? It's, it's five feet high and rising. And then, you know, he sings the song and it was on one of the live albums. And then, yeah. and then, and then the next year they had a, a good cotton crop. You know, <laughs> so hey, right. It's a given. So this is what I'm saying. So there. So we're gonna have a good crop season, we'll, we'll, good summer we'll coming, hopefully. According to Johnny Cash's song, uh, which it probably was, it's not like he wrote it; he just sang it. Um, yeah, maybe the cotton will be strong this year. I don't know. <laughs> I, I hope so. I mean, you gotta. Hopefully, there's some good that comes out of all this, right? Because uh, right, that's kind of what I was. Yeah, for. And, and you know, we we kind of jumped right into this. We didn't even we didn't even preview. We just jumped all in because this actually this is pretty much all we're talking about, I guess. Yeah, we have. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, sorry about that, everybody. We didn't really we didn't waste any. We're not wasting time tonight. No. Into this. Uh, I don't actually know what else we should talk about. I mean, well, there's, I mean, lots of bad things. Uh, I'm glad you brought up that, be- about that, because everything else here I've gotten from all these links on our doc are just lots of bad stuff. I mean, you know, one thing you don't think about, but sports here in the area, like the baseball teams and softball teams, I mean, I know I saw one article, I think it was in the Times, talking about how, you know, Ottawa, all the fields are just completely, you know, flooded. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, Ottawa, and I know Peru, Lots of really good softball, baseball teams uh, these past years. So it's kind of weird because they're having to cancel a lot of games, and they're you know trying to contend for the uh, you know that Illinois Big Twelve to have a good ranking. puts a lot of pressure on them to because they can't play any games. Kind of messed up. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, these sporting events are probably the least of people's concerns right now, but that's one of the little side effects you don't think about when you have something like this. Uh, yeah. I, you think you get some leniency, but hey, well, I mean, uh, the, oh, I was, this isn't exactly a good example, but when we were in high school, our, our senior year, the teachers went on strike and they had to forfeit a game. Do you remember that? Oh yeah, that's right. I do. Maybe there is no, uh, leniency. They just don't care. It's, it is what it is. But I'm sure they'll be able to make up a lot of those games and everything though, I hope. Uh, probably. Maybe. I really don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I didn't follow anything. I just read that quick blurb on the Times. Yeah, so what else is... I mean, I'm, I'm looking for good stuff on my list of stuff here, and I can't find any. Unfortunately, the biggest travesty uh, from all of this, you know, a Peru woman was uh, lost. You know, Her car was down near Shippingsport Bridge in LaSalle. Uh, there was a picture taken of her by her van from like a helicopter maybe, and... Mm-hmm. Uh, by the time they went to try to find her, she was gone, and she's been missing ever since. And that was when the flooding first occurred, which wasn't the flooding. I believe it was all right around the 19th. We're recording this today. It's the 29th of April, but all this flooding occurred on the 19th, and unfortunately, she's still missing. So it's it's not good. We're very uh, condolences go out to the family. Uh, but so it's um. Lots of lots of bad stuff. Mm-hmm. No, and, and they showed. Uh, I, I saw the picture online, and it's it's very eerie. Um, it was, I, and I think it was taken by the newspaper. They were getting thrown uh, flown around. I think it was from an airplane, maybe. Ooh, I, I could have that wrong. Yeah, it's it was in, it was incredibly uh, kind of creepy because you could tell if you look. I mean, maybe this is more of a in hindsight kind of thing. 
where it was obvious that maybe she was in, in distressed or you know stuck or trapped. But if you just looked at the picture, you might just see a woman in a car standing outside of a car. You know, no big deal, right? But given the conditions of the river at that time, um, if you look at it now, kind of knowing what we already know, it's uh, it was a very dire situation, obviously, and, and, and unfortunately, she, she it sounds like she's probably not around. So no, it's it's a bad area there. I mean, it floods in that area all around that road even without it being a crazy flood like we just had so uh oh i wouldn't want to walk around it would take one bad step where you fall in and and the current catches you and i you know just i don't even want to think about it no it's not good right not good moving on yes moving on speaking of lasalle uh one positive maybe uh, other than the farmland you mentioned before, getting the, the nutrients they're going to get, kind of a testament to uh, what a big project. What, uh, did you read that article about the LaSalle, the $2 million project that was done after the 2008 floods? Mm, there was, no. in 2008, I don't know, they, the city of LaSalle were able to get on a, they got a grant from the state, and they in, constructed, they improved the dike, and the earthen beam that surrounds the LaSalle uh, wastewater plant. Okay. They did this. It was a big project, two million bucks. Um, but it paid off because when this flooding did occur, they were easily and quickly able to throw up one single wall and then completely encased the whole wastewater plant. Oh, so wow. It really worked out for them. It was good timing, mm-hmm. that's for sure, that they got this project all done so that they were able to... Uh, Know, protect the wastewater plant. Right. I know in other towns, everybody was fighting it. Like Spring Valley was fighting it, For, trying to keep it out of their wastewater. Yeah, water. and I think Ottawa had similar trouble. Uh, I shouldn't speak yeah, too I think soon. So. Uh, but yeah, it, it's it, a little bit of prevention goes a long way. I know they're paying for it in LaSalle, too, uh, in, in regards to the, the extra taxes. That, But that's the kind of thing that if, you, if it floods, you pay for that, too. So. You, you can you know you can look at it however you want and and this is a good this is a good money well spent so good project right uh, you know you start messing with the rivers man they'll they'll fight back and uh you know you have to be real careful what you do and and it's just like the dikes breaking in in Marseilles or uh, the levee or whatever that was overflowed and uh all different examples like that i mean i think and this is probably meandering a bit, but with the city of New Orleans being under sea level and then building all the stuff to hold back the sea, basically, and the different floodplains and swamps and everything down there, it's a perfect example of even when you have all kinds of stuff in place, sometimes it just isn't enough. Right. LaSalle, luckily, you know, they were able to to build and construct something that actually held up. So that's it's impressive. Yep. True that. Yeah. True that. Yeah. Flood talk. Flood talk. <laughs> Serious stuff, everybody. Yeah, we're flooded with uh, all kinds of stuff here. No, <laughs> that was stupid. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, we, well, we have to try to lighten it up as best we can. Right, and I, I, you know, it's kind of crazy too when you start seeing all all the local towns and stuff on the, you know, taking up the mainstream media, the main news. So right. it was actually part of what ended up being one of the more bizarre weeks that I can remember in a super long time. It was between the Boston, you know, bombings at the marathon, which was that was a Monday, wasn't it? When that happened, or was that a so. Friday? Uh, I think it happened on the Friday, right. but they got the guys on the Monday. Okay, I think that's how it broke out. Right. 
so between that and then the um the fertilizer plant thing i don't don't know why i'm feeling the need to bring that up other than it was really bizarre oh yeah oh yeah well sure and a lot of people died very tragic and then you know there's just all the flooding across and all just all the rain all together across the midwest and in elsewhere as well so yeah and not only that but like uh lots of um you know who passed people who passed away i can't just over the last two weeks it seems like just one after another of uh, famous people who are who died just uh yeah the news was just flooded with some just like you said uh, just crazy crazy week well and it's the uh the april the 420 or april 20th thing you know like the same week uh columbine hitler's birthday uh oklahoma city the waco disaster waco um you know uh, fire and shooting all that stuff that happened out you know in waco texas the yeah back in the the compound thing uh, there's a whole list of things. Now, granted, now that if you if you if you started making a list of tragic things, you could fill up every week or every two day period with something. Oh sure. But I always like this was one that always just stuck out to me for whatever reason, and it's just it always seems to live up to its reputation. Or Utica. Speaking of local stories, Utica happened on on and that, that same week. I think it was April twentieth. What the Utica tornado? The tornado? Oh wow. Let me Google. You're that. searching it, aren't you? Yeah, I have to. April twentieth, two thousand four. Yeah. There you wow. go. That is kind of weird. Yeah, yeah. And I think the I think the Columbine might have been the nineteenth, but either way. So. Huh. Yeah, I, I always because so it sticks out in my head because then and then you get something you get other goofy things happening as well. So I'm not sure what what the flooding really wasn't Saturday. So I'm not sure if it, there was any one thing that was super tragic on Saturday, but. Uh, which would have been April 20th, but it was, it, again, it just lived up like that, just bizarre leading up to it. The whole, the way the Boston thing played out was really bizarre. I happened to wake up in the middle of the night and like look at my Twitter feed and I was like three in the morning out there like, hey, they're, they're chasing them and the guy's throwing bombs. I was like the play by play of this horrific, uh, incident. Yeah, you jumped in right at the right yeah, time. Yeah. And I, I couldn't fall back asleep after that, believe it or not. I just was like thinking about it, and, and I, I think it was partially just just general nerves or whatever. But like, holy smokes, it was like a, it yeah. was like a movie. Well, people are really were. <laughs> I know my mom was glued to the TV, just waiting to find out what was going to happen really? next, because like they were searching for that kid all day. Yeah, the media was just like just like you said, they were just play by play. They were there every second, mm-hmm. you know, tracking everything. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. It was so weird. It, it just th- so that happened. Oh, now I got the whole that whole. Now we're completely off the flood talk. So I'm sorry. If we could try to bring it kind of bring it full circle, but no, oh, that we we talked about enough uh, disaster. Yeah, I'm the, fine moving on. Yeah, the whole everything was just so. Uh, it's just such a surreal thing because I mean that that whole thing couldn't have played out any more but like weirder. And I know it probably could have, but you get what I mean. Like, absolutely no, it was you you. Couldn't have said it better. It's just that week in general. It's just bizarre, bizarro week. I think we're. What do you? I don't know about you, but if that was maybe a sign that summer's coming or something. I don't know why it means that. I hope so. <laughs> Let's just get out oh. of this super weird spring slash winter, uh, whatever we're gonna call it, and then move on to normal weather. And uh, yeah, so it's fine with me. <laughs> yeah, it, it's just again like a all the way around. It interesting, and and I think that the, I. Now that I'm living on the south side of Ottawa now, drive over the 
bridge every day and see the river going down and down and down. Like, oh, that's where it's supposed to be. Okay. Yeah. But even, I got to tell you, like, I was on that bottom road uh, between, what is it, uh, South Bluff, uh, the golf course, Mm -hmm. and Spring Valley. Sure. I mean, in in spots there on that road, it's the water is really close to the road. And I know dry, I drove by that boat club, the Spring Valley Boat Club, and it looks like you still have to get boated in if you want to get to it. Wow. That's all completely still flooded. You know, I, I don't know where I was or what I was doing. We played cards that night, didn't we? Wednesday. What? The night that it's really rained. Uh, yes. That's what, that was when it first started. Yes. And I drove home from poker and I went to bed and I got up for work and I didn't even know it was supposed to be bad. Yeah. <laughs> no, I didn't either. I, I was. I, I drove oh, right. through standing water. My car died. I was like, Jesus, what happened? Yeah. Oh, I did too. I, you know, it worked out. Yeah, I, I took my wife's card for, for whatever reason. I took my wife's car to work that day, and I'm so glad I did because hers is a lot higher than mine. It's an escape, and I was able to drive through some pretty deep water. I drove through some deep water, and luckily, my car did kind of it, it sputtered and stammered, and, and it did die at some point. And then I was able to get it going. It took me about 15 minutes, and I finally got her back up and running. But I was, oh, it was incredibly stupid on my part. I was just trying to go to work. I didn't know. I, yeah, I didn't well, know. There was no, dedicated. There was no um, signs up or anything like that. Granted, it probably was happening so fast, it's not like there's people everywhere. And if I was right. having trouble getting around, I imagine everybody else was too. So, uh, yeah, I, I kind of learned my lesson, though, with that. Um, if I see standing water and I don't know how deep it is, I'm not driving through it again. I'm just going to... I want, I'm gonna either have someone do it in front of me first and make sure they're okay, or, yeah. uh, turn around. It's okay to turn <laughs> around. And you can be late when the weather's bad. It is acceptable. I'd hate, well, I'd hate to have a job where, you know, I mean, this happens in, in, if you're a younger person and you're working like a retail or you're working at a food chain or whatever, and you get some boss and there's a snowstorm on or something, even if you live in town, but it's still, the roads are real crappy and they're saying, well, you better show up or else. I'd hate to have that job, um, yeah. You know, and it's happened to people. It happens all the time, and it's like this is insane, you know. You, just because it's just work. I mean, no one's going to be out anyway. It was that kind of thing. I mean, there's a ton of places shut down, so right. But it was very interesting, and and, and it, it, you kind of get to see the best of uh, communities too when stuff like this happens. So, which is kind of nice, you know. People kind of come together, so. Doing some sandbagging. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, in a good way. Well, here, speaking of that, this is an interesting thing. So I, I worked part-time, or I used to work part-time with the Anderson Pools in Ottawa. And uh, I helped out this weekend. They have their big spring sale and this past weekend. And they couldn't get filter sand. They had put an order in, and they were going to pick it up. And then when they, they called to make sure that it was you know ready, there whatever, however many pallets they were looking to get, and they said they didn't have any more because they were it was all being used for uh, sandbags, oh. so they couldn't get the sand. Oh, that's kind of funny, nice. isn't it? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, it's it's good. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, they trying to help. Yeah, they get it from. Uh, well, there's all I think all the different places around here make it, but I think they go out to Wedron to get it. So Fairmont, I think, is where where they get their sand from. So just bags of 50-pound bags of sand, just like you'd use in a sand bag. I mean, it's all the same stuff. So yeah, was, I thought that was interesting. I was like, oh, how about that? Yeah. <laughs> so that's like the best thing you could say to a customer when they come in and say, hey, I, I need three bags of sand. You're like, you know, uh, we don't, we're out of it right now. Um, you know, they're using it for the sandbagging. So 
I mean, yeah. And you should just tell them, like, if you just go out to the river there and steal a couple, it's the same stuff. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, why is no. there a hole in the wall, the sandbag wall? What happened? Well, I took it from my pool. <laughs> uh, I, I don't agree with that statement. No, it would be – but if, if once the water goes down, you know, what, oh, what else yeah, would you do right. with the old sandbags? That's a good question. That's true. Someone's got to use mm-hmm. it. I don't know. I, just a thought. Well, I th- I think we done did the uh, flood talk. Okay. I felt like I, I neandered quite a bit, so I apologize for that. Well, we didn't know we were we didn't know how we were going to fill the whole hour, so you just took care of that. All well, right, us. yeah, we can do that. We can <laughs> spitball a little bit. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, nothing wrong. All with right. That. No, I'm I'm cool with that. Yeah. Well, I, I don't know. We we did have a few other things on the dock. We're going to do the usual stuff, and um, well, of course. Yeah. What else did we have, John? Well, um, shoot. Uh, but what should we do here before we take a break? Um, maybe we should take a break. Yeah, that sounds, seems like a good transition point. Okay. We'll be right back. Alrighty, we have returned. Thanks for coming back. Hi, John. <laughs> Were you like mid gulp on your hands? No, I, I was actually uh, just a quick yawn. Uh, <laughs> long week. Well, it is Monday night. We're off our usual uh, recording time. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Technical uh, difficulties on our typical night, so right. That's all right. Yeah, yeah. No well, the problem. technical difficulties for those of you who are listening. Uh, I moved yesterday, and it was also my uh, one-year wedding anniversary, and I floated the idea by the wife, and I'm not blaming her, because once I thought about it, I was like, probably not the best idea, (laughs) (laughs) and I I was pretty, I just wasn't feeling up to to it. You wouldn't get the smooth tones that you're getting tonight, let me put That's right. It would have been a lot of a, uh... Yeah, it would have been like, John, uh, you could take uh, this one. I don't know. Yeah, okay. So, um... I guess we should do another read. Yeah. Our um, episode 47 sponsor, Onet Gaming. I'll take this one away. All right. Onet, we would like to, again, let everyone know that today's sponsor is Onet Gaming Company out of lovely Ottawa, Illinois. I can say I have personally gone to Onet a few times, and it's always a good time. Sometimes finding things to do can be tough around the area. So I know personally when I need something fun to do with the boys... We'll make the drive from Peru all the way to Ottawa just to go to Onet. We'll, uh, we, we'll crack the piggy bank, actually, and grab all the quarters we can and go play some games there. Their arcade collection is pretty awesome. I mean, I like pinball games. They have at least five of them, I think. And uh, I like the Tekken games, and they've got Tekken Tag, so I always have to play that. And like you mentioned earlier, Clayton, they just got the uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles the four-player one, that was a, that's a good one. Uh, so, And if you're looking to pick up some money with your old systems, you know, bring your old system in. If you got an old Nintendo you don't play anymore, bring it in and make a couple bucks for it. Mm-hmm. 
they buy and sell gaming equipment, uh, support your local gamers and pay a visit to Onet in Ottawa. Uh, they are on Facebook. Uh, 815-488-3786 is their number. And I think you mentioned it before, but they are right downtown Ottawa on Madison Street. Yeah, just... Uh, right, right off the main drag. Right, just west of uh, 23 on Madison. Can't miss it. Can't miss it. Yep, they've got a green glowing sign in their window. So uh, we thank them for their support of the IV Alternative podcast. Yes. All right. So, uh, all right. So, Clayton, speaking of uh, video games, um, two of our local podcasts here in the Illinois Valley, the Nerdy Directive and the Three Geeks One podcast, they've got some big contests going right now. So uh, just a quick mention for them. I know that the Nerdy Directive, uh, for, for the WoW people who like World of Warcraft, they're offering up a whole year subscription. That's like 160 bucks. That's a pretty good, uh, pretty good prize. Uh, I think to win the prize, you have to send them in some kind of a self-made advertisement for the Nerdy, nerdy Directive. Uh, I'm pretty sure that's the rules, um, but listen to their show to find out more. Uh, and then Three Geeks One, Three Geeks One podcast, they are giving out uh, the game called Defiance, uh, which is on Steam. That's like a hundred dollar value, so also a very good prize. Uh, I have no idea how you win that. They haven't actually said yet, so uh, is, listen to them and is, find out what more. What is Defiance game on Steam? Steve, Defiance is a game. That is a game on Steam. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, Steam is a. It's kind of a newer thing. It's it's becoming quite popular for PC gamers. It's just a place to go and buy games. Oh, okay. And stream games, I think, or I, you know, I don't use it, but I keep hearing it talked about on video game podcasts all the time. Okay. It's just a way to get games direct download uh, to your PC instead of going to a store and buying it. Oh. I'm pretty sure that's what it's all about. Right on. So, yeah, quick plug. Yeah. Well, good for good for those guys. It sounds like some good contests. I mean, if, if, if it's definitely worth your time if that's just, if you're interested in, in in either of those prizes. So, yeah. Cool. So what else? And also, speaking of gaming, it's not really gaming. It's gambling. Uh, Clayton's kicking my butt in the home run pool. We talked about it two shows ago. Uh, we were a little late when we we did bring it up because it was only a week away from the thing starting up. But there is an online pool here in the Illinois Valley where you turn in uh, who you think is going to hit the most home runs. As of tonight, 429-2013, Clayton has 41 home runs. I have 23. <laughs> You're destroying. <laughs> wow, added yeah, was that. Wow, but yeah. the top person in the whole thing has 56. Correct. So he's destroying all of us. Yes. <laughs> yes, that's <laughs> all true. the heck. He's got that many. That's inc- that's incredible. Mm-hmm. So uh, awesome. We will we will continue to update you because I just know everybody at, who's listening to this really wants to know what's going to happen. <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. Right. We go from a, uh, talking about a World of Warcraft uh, uh, promo for another podcast to baseball talk. Yeah. <laughs> Flooding to WoW to baseball. Yeah, that's what we do, man. We go all over the place. It's okay. That's right. So, hey, so well, speaking well, of flooding, I, I was reading today that some of the trails and stuff are starting to open back up at Starve Rock. Oh, good. But I think we might have hit, hit on this before, but the the 
we had talked about it in, in the past about well, would you pay a fee to go to Starve Rock or some of the other state parks? And now they've actually sort of we had a this con- out. This was this was like a continued debate on our show yeah. too. It was yeah. pay to play, baby. <laughs> that's why I mean that's more or less what it is. It, it's a user fee. But what they've done is, and I think we, and I don't, I, again, me and John were kind of debating what, what, how deep we went on this before. But there's a two dollar fee now tied into your license plate uh, sticker renewal. I believe, isn't it? Yeah. Now hearing you talk about it jogs my memory. Mm-hmm. I think we did talk about this before. I think we did. <laughs> I think I was going to tell you. And you talked me out of it. You're telling me, oh no, we we didn't. I was like, all right. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. But so if you you notice that your sticker fee went up to like 101 dollars now, that's two bucks if it's going to the uh, state parks. So you can feel yeah. good about that. Uh, I mean, maybe we should just move on. How about that? That's fine. Okay. So moving on. <laughs> Let's move on. We can move on to our actual, our usuals. We can finish off the show with our usual stuff. We've got a bunch of tweets today. Uh, we got a few podcasts and two apps. So let's kick it off. Well, I couldn't come up with any apps, so I went back to an oldie, but a goodie. Uh, and I know I've mentioned it before on a, a long time ago. Uh, Google Drive. If you use Google products, and you haven't started using Google Drive, it's just like an alternative to Dropbox. Uh, very handy. Gives you, you know, I think you get at least five gigs for free. You can pay for more. I know I just make my five gigs go the distance by like clearing out memory and just cleaning it out every once in a while. But it's, it's really handy to use like if you use like a PC at home and then maybe a PC at work and, or, or you, you know, your smartphone too. Right. You can have everything linked via Google Drive and, the Google Drive, their latest app on um, this is both iOS, Apple, whatever, and Android stuff. I mean, they all have this app. It's, everybody's got it, and it's working way better than it used to. They've really made a lot of nice upgrades. It just works a lot better. So that's my pick, Google Google Drive. Yeah, good good one too. I I did I just bought a new app. It's called it's for baseball fans. It's called FanGraphs. Uh, as you watch a baseball game, it'll show you the percent chance of your team winning at that juncture in the game, pitch by pitch. Because there's so much baseball is all about the data and the numbers and everything like that. So what this is, and there's more to it than that. Hawk Harrelson might have something different to say to you about <laughs> yeah, that. Isn't that funny? Oh, what a <laughs> chump. He, he's just, he's trying to, he's trying to hold on to old school mentality. And I, I don't, I, I, I'm not even that hard on him, but, <laughs> yeah, this this is a neat app. I mean, what it is is if your if your team if you make an out or whatever, you're you, and you're down by two runs, your odds of winning go down by whatever percent. And this app will kind of show you uh, play by play uh, what the effect it has on the outcome, the potential outcome, in regards to your percent chance of winning. <clears throat> and it's an ongoing, changing thing always. But it was $0.99, cents and I, I thought it would sounded kind of neat. It didn't have the best rating, but uh, so far it's worked pretty well for me. And uh, huh. I thought it was cool. So uh, if you're a baseball fan, you could check out Fangraphs. Uh, you know, I got it from the I, you know, the Apple Store. So Cool. Yep. All right. Yep. Well, that's our apps. Sounds good. Podcasts. I haven't been listening to as much this last week or so. I don't know, but... Uh Went back to listening to some of the old Frog Pants shows. I mean, I usually do listen to uh, at least one Frog Pants show here and there. Uh, Morning Stream is always just a good show. They do a 
they do a show every day, Monday through Thursday. So that's I usually check in with them once in a while. Uh, that's a Scott Johnson uh, podcast. And another Scott Johnson podcast is Film Sack, which I know I've mentioned it before, uh, where they they go through like Netflix, what's currently on Netflix streaming, and they pick a movie, usually a bad movie, usually an old bad movie, and then they just talk about it. And they talk about the actors and then throw out lots of trivia about the, the actors who are in it. So they're usually pretty funny. Uh, this particular one was like a fan had suggested they talk about the movie The Island, which wasn't that bad of a movie. Uh, I mean, it did get some bad reviews, but I, I know I personally enjoyed it. And it turned out all the guys who on this show, they also enjoyed it. So it was kind of a weird, it was a little bit different than their typical shows where they're making crap out of the out of the movie, whereas in this case, they all seemed to like it. So is the, it, was a, it was a good one. Is The Island better than The Beach? The Beach. Oh, that's a tough one. Well, The Beach, man. I like that movie. I like that movie. I mean, it, just it, because of that one video, that video game scene at the end. Right. I just always like that scene. It, that movie does get ripped on quite a bit, actually, I think. Uh, does it? Yeah, people like to poke fun about it. Yeah, I liked it. So did I. I just thought it was kind of a funny reference. I, did, I, I don't know. <laughs> I'm with you. Well... Yeah, I don't know. I think it's it, it's uh, what was the book that I always every time I see that movie I always think of the book of uh, the with Piggy and all the oh Lord of the Flies. Yeah, the sort of has the Lord of the Flies feel to it, kind of oh, a rip off. That's one of my favorite books. Yeah, it's a good one. So yeah, oh, um, okay, yeah. I, I'm sorry, <laughs> we're I, we got to take these tangents, or else our show is going to be like 22 minutes long this week. So true. Uh, we're just just filling our time, guys. I, I hope you don't mind. In, yeah. One of those shows. Yeah, it's okay. One of the podcasts that I recommended, uh, and I talk about Bill Burr a lot, but he has the Monday morning podcast, and it's his episode from April 22nd, which would have been last Monday, uh, was pretty good. I, he just seemed to be extra fidgety, or, or maybe fidgety is not a good word, just kind of pissy. But he, he goes Isn't on a, he always, yeah, he always, always, but sometimes pissy. he's a little more lively than others in this one. He was in particularly, uh, angry or just on, on it. You know, sometimes yeah. he seems like he, he'll even admit like, this is going to be one of the bad ones, guys. So just, you know, <laughs> sorry, but he has a really good rant about the bankers and, and mortgages and, and how they, they kind of got you, you know, right where they want you. And one of the things that stood out to me. Was that if you make a big insurance claim on your house or like something happens, like, so he has a, he had an incident where like a ceiling in his house, like upstairs bedroom or something caved in and it did thousands and thousands of dollars worth of damage and he turned it into his insurance. And when he got the check, uh, it had his bank's name on it, like in the name, like made out to him and his bank. And he, he, you know, it really pissed him off, but. They, they can do that because they have, technically they own your house, I guess. But if you own any, if there's any liens on your property, the people that you owe money to will get that insurance money before you. So if you owe back taxes or you're late on a payment or something like that, they're going to get theirs before they get, you get yours. Do you know what I mean, John? I think so. Did, did you, did you know that's how that worked? No. Okay. Now, it's not a bad thing if you're all caught up on your bills and taxes and everything like that. 
it's just one of those things that you don't realize how bad they got you until you see something like that and you're like, oh yeah, okay. They really do. Uh, they, they will not miss out on an opportunity to get paid. I th- and he was just, he, insane rants about bankers. So, and then he said he met a banker and the, and he started ranting to the banker about banking and the banker told him that he was right. So it really just, Gave him a full head of steam for this episode, yeah. and I think that was actually from a few episodes before. But it was really, really funny. I just kidding. Sounds like a good one. Yeah, it was pretty interesting. So awesome. Yeah, I guess that's our podcast. Oh, we still have the tweets. Oh no, not that's not the oh that's, the podcast. That's, that's our podcast. Plural. I thought you said the sorry. I guess that's our podcast. I thought you were wrapping <laughs> up, man. Yeah, I'm get, I'm trying to get out of here. No, no, we're not gonna miss a favorite part of the show. Yeah. No. What, are, what do they call it? The the tw- tweets of the week. That's, That's right. <laughs> All right, here we go. Got a lot of them, so let's like fire through these. Um, take it away. Uh, yeah. Well, I, I yeah, this one's from a popular tweeter. A lot of people probably heard of Deadspin uh, at Deadspin.com. Yes. I I got a real big kick out of this. Did you click this link, John? I've seen it. Yeah, it's really neat. Um, well, the writer for Rick Tellender, I think he used to write in Chicago, he thought that the graphics that the Toronto Raptors have on the baseline of their basketball court it was real. He thought it was a really a stand-up, like a, a, a triangle-looking sign, kind of like a name placard would be if you're at a you know, if you had your name in front of you at like a, on a table, do you know what right. I mean? It's, it's yep. really just a, it's a, a, it's a 3d illusion. That's the way it's painted on the floor of the camera angle. Right. Can see what it is. Right. But if you're on the floor, you can't, you can't tell. Right. And he thought it was real and he kept saying, he wrote how dangerous he thought it was. And I just, I, not only do I think the illusions awesome, I think that's a really neat effect. Apparently they've been doing yeah. this in Europe for a while. But uh yeah, he wrote that he uh he he just thinks it's stupid. So yeah. Well what's the tweet, Clay? Well yeah, I should probably read it. Well let me get back here. One column columnist still thinks those three D Raptor signs on the Toronto baseline are real. Baselines are real. So Bingo. Yeah. And that was from April nineteenth, uh, at Deadspin. Uh, right. do you want to read one of yours? Sure. I'm gonna skip ahead. I'm gonna let you do the next one. Okay. Or- I'm going to do that one that you posted there. I'm going to jump down to... Oh, this one's um, a follow-up from our last show, from LaSalle, from at News Trib 23, LaSalle News Tribune. Breaking news, absentee votes are counted. Hall High School referendum passes. Yes. And there's a link to their show. Yeah, last time we were talked about this, we were not sure what was going to happen because it was so close. Well... There it is. It, it passed. And it's at, you said at News Trip 23. It was from April 23rd at News Trip. Oh, thank you. Yeah. You know, I was, I was reading that saying, what, did they get a new Twitter handle? <laughs> right. As I was reading, I was like, man, eh, just going with it. Yeah, I racked <laughs> I'm going for a quick second there <laughs> as well. Thank you. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, so <laughs> that's a really big deal. They're going to spend a lot of money and actually build a whole brand new high school. It sounds like it's definitely due. Um, it's definitely going to cost people more on their taxes, but... Uh, it will be a benefit for the community. Uh, there's nothing like a good school to help out a town, and, and it'll draw people to the area. You know, they'll pay a little more in property taxes, but maybe the value of the homes will go up because the high school is brand new, and that might help draw industry. There's all kinds of benefits to new schools. So, um, right, definitely, definitely good for the town of Spring Valley and Hall High School all all the way around. Um, yeah. I'm not sure how I would have voted on that if I lived in Spring Valley, but. 
you know, it's, it's, it's a good thing. It's good for, it's good for local economy too, because that's going to be a lot of construction work, uh, and all that. So it's a good deal. Hey, I'll take the next one, John. Um, this one is from Johnny Durango or at Johnny Durango DP. It's D, uh, Johnny, just like you'd normally spell it. Durango is D-E-R-A-N-G-O DP. And this, I'm not going to read the names in front of it, but, but he has, uh, we just made the top three Kickstarter staff picks. And this is Johnny Durango is a, he's a, a kid about our age. I'm a guy, I'm a grown man. I'm about our age who's currently working in Los Angeles as like a cameraman slash producer slash yeah, cinematography. cinematography. Um, and he has a, they, one of the projects that he's working on is raising money on Kickstarter. I don't, if you're not familiar with it, it's a place for, independent folks to make money for different types of projects. Um, and then he's promoting a film that he made and they'd like to get a theatrical release. And, uh, so you can go on there and donate to him. And there's a, a Twitter, uh, link to, to the Kickstarter page. Uh, actually it was just a, a picture of it, but I think you shared it on Facebook earlier this yes. week. And I was just last looking week. for it and I couldn't find it. I might have to reshare it. Yeah. So, but yeah, we did, we did post something about this. And he's, he's actually been, he's been working as a cameraman for, I, I think about 10 years or longer. Uh, oh, I think he went, yeah, I think he started, he's always good. been doing this as far as I can remember. Yes. I, I remember when we were going to college and all that stuff that he was going for this. Right. So. And if you look That's, at, um, his IMDB page, it's pretty extensive actually. If you just searched Johnny Durango, uh, Pretty, it's just really cool. I mean, this is a guy that we, you know, he's a, he played street hockey on the same courts. Uh, I'm not sure if I really played with him too much, but he was always a kid in our neighborhood, really, who, he's just always a nice guy. I never really heard anybody say anything bad about him, and, and it's really neat to have, you know, someone out there doing it. Yeah, and definitely. Funny, starting his own business, got his own website going. Yeah, it's, it's so that, go ahead and follow that, and if you really wanna, if you have lots of money, you can actually, uh, if you donate like a, I don't know, like a thousand dollars or something like that, you can be, you can get your name in the credits. Oh wow! Uh, let me see how much. I think seventy-five I would... bucks. You get your name in the credits. Oh, yeah, we that's... appreciate your support and want to thank you for it. So you get you know, the credits of the movie. Um, so yeah, there's all all different packages that if you do want to donate, you can donate as little as a dollar or up to, you know, they'll they'll do. Uh, Ten thousand dollars, I think. Well, they'll take obviously the whole boat, but um, <laughs> you can you can get a, a film credit as an executive producer if you donate ten grand. Holy cow! Um, they'll uh, the actors in the movie. Um, have you ever heard of James Lafferty or Aaron? Yes, he's in it, um, and he will make you a custom voice message. Um, oh, which is kind of neat for ten thousand. Yeah, huh? yeah, that's it. Huh? That's it. That's it. You get a limited edition Blu-ray signed by him. Okay, uh, him and Aaron Hill, I guess. Uh, yeah, just ten grand. I think if you donate three grand, you can get the car from the movie. <laughs> wow. I thought that was really cool. If six hundred bucks, we can. I think maybe I could do ten bucks, maybe. And uh, for six hundred, you can get the glasses that James Lafferty's character wears in the movie. Uh, let's see. Five. What do I get for ten bucks? Uh, let me see. Actually, you get something. Um, Jesus, tightwad. Uh, <laughs> you can get a PDF of the shooting script. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's something. Yeah. Right. And you're supporting a local Illinois Valley movie maker. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's not in the Illinois Valley anymore. Right. A native. Yes. 
It actually looks like a good movie. I, I, I'll have to check it out. And I think it might even be on Netflix. It's called Lost on Purpose. It, it the, the breathtaking views of what small town America is really like. Ooh. Yeah, it might be right up our alley. It's got the mom from uh, Malcolm in the Middle, Thomas nice. Howell, Aaron Hill, James Lafferty, uh, Dale Dickey, Jeremy Ratchford, and, and Octavia Spencer. Uh, so yeah, definitely worth checking out. And and I'm I'm always excited to see people uh, local, especially guys that we grew up with, you know, yeah. out there doing cool stuff. You know, so that was a good one. That's good. That is a good one. All right. Moving on. Moving on. Kevin Nelson makes the tweets of the week second show in a row. Wow. It's it's at Q Ball Illinois twenty and I did it again yeah. twenty six. these numbers in our dot there here. You go. I fixed it. Okay, there we go. I fixed it. Yep. All right. At Q Ball Illinois on April twenty sixth. Actually uh tweeted at us. It said at IV Podcast Ahem Some of us like you and Farm Radio and then hashtag diversity Hashtag don't put us down. And this was a response. First first person ever to call us out on our slogan, which is, this is we're not, free. Yeah. yeah, this is not this is not farm radio, exactly. So, first person to call us out on it. I thought it was so, good. I was uh yeah. He caught me off guard. It made for some fun tweeting mm-hmm. uh last on one random work morning. Sure. Yeah, good good way to get away from uh Work yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fun. Yeah, I'll, I'll take the next one, John. Um, this is from Revlo, a loyal listener. Um, at Revlo 198318. No. No, uh, you didn't. <laughs> no, I was just kidding. Uh, <laughs> it's at Revlo 1983. This is a tweet from April 18th. Um, <laughs> listen to at Ivy, Podca- Ivy Podcast, episode 46, diff Disc Golf Champion of the Valley on Stitcher, and he put the link out there. So this is one we like because he promoted us uh, without being told to do so. Which yeah. Is, yeah, we, we take that. Sure. That's right. Thank you very much. Yes, sir. All right, this is the from my Twitter handle account, my Strategy account. I tweeted Bill Nye. Uh, we all know who Bill Nye is. Bill Nye, the science guy. Uh, at the science guy, uh, on April 23rd, he tweeted, What would happen if one were to wring out a wet towel in space? I assure you the answer is quite a sight to see. And then this is linked to a video, which is, it's a video of Commander, I think it's Hadfield. Wow. Uh, I think I talked about him a show ago or two shows ago. He's one He's of got our good- favorites. Yes, I like him. And it's actually a really neat video because you know, what would happen if you wrung out a wet towel in space? And he shows it up close in HD. And pretty much just to give you a spoiler, the water from the towel leaves the towel and just grabs onto his skin on his hands. And he looks like he's wearing water gloves. As he wrings it out, it just leaves the towel and goes to his skin. And it looks really neat. He does a lot of videos like that. Just he, he takes this was like a question from a you know what's so uh, cool about student. Go ahead, sorry. Oh no, this was just like a question from a student, and he he got it in in a, like a tweet or something, and he just went ahead and did it, and he videotaped it and broadcasted it on YouTube. I I love this stuff. This this is cool science. You know what's awesome about the video is so he's taken this video right, and he yeah. just he has a wireless mic. And he talks and he'll like use both his hands to use like 
shoot the water and do his different stuff with the water and just let the mic float yes in the air <laughs> well you know what i mean while he's it's, while he's doing his little experiment yeah and he's like he'll reach down i'll stay continuing to talk yeah i'll stabilize the mic while he talks into it yeah yeah that is awesome, awesome. That is a really neat, neat video. As if you can't tell, I'm actually watching it right now. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, uh, that's our tweets, and I guess that's about a show, Clayton. Yeah, that that is a show. Yeah. All right, I so should no probably way. pause that and let's finish the show up. I'll get to it later. <laughs> if only we could get the audio. If we could, if we had a real soundboard, we could actually have the audio on our show. That would be neat. We're not there yet. No. But. Uh, but we're, we're looking for new ways to expand the show. We might actually start having some merchandise. We'll see. Yeah. Looking for ways to do that. I know uh, we're going to have some 3D models made, a uh, little Ivy podcast, little trinkets that we might sell for to try to support the show. So more to come on that. Uh, what else is coming up in the future? Oh, we, we're going to actually make a public appearance. Oh, yes. <laughs> we're coming out of our shells. Yeah kind of weird we're going to the next level no we're, we are looking for new ways to just get out there and get the show out there so if anybody's got any ideas as to where we could go or, or events we could go to uh please let us know I'm, I'm looking for new ways to to get the show out there uh there's a thing in LaSalle. this it's a new thing it started i think either last year or the year before that it's called the oh, excuse me uh the downtown LaSalle uh canal market and uh, they they have like at least four of these markets a year, and you know when you think of a market, like it's it's not just a farmers market. I mean they have like art, and they're trying to expand and get new people there. So that's what caught my attention. It was like, well, new people. Well, we're new. We maybe they would be cool with us coming. So actually, we are going to go. We might have a booth at uh, the June show. Uh, wanted to do it in May, but that's not going to work out. So yeah, we'll have more info on that to come, but. Yes. Uh, yeah. I'm looking uh, forward to that. That should be good. Yeah, I am too. I'm, I'm curious to know what how how big the event is and what the other vendors and all this and that. So, yeah, should be cool. <clears throat> yeah, more to come on that. Uh, what else we got? I guess oh. we've covered everything. Yeah, we're we're, we're working on um, lining up some guests for the next episode. Hopefully, it'll be a good one. Uh, we're gonna try. Yeah. Um, yeah. So. Yeah, tell a friend, man. Uh, check us out on, uh, what, what we can do, the Ad Ivy podcast. And I'm sure if you listen, you probably, if you're on Twitter, you probably checked us out on there. But that's all we got, huh? Yeah, Ad Ivy podcast on Twitter, Ivy Pod on Facebook. You can always email us, uh, mail at Ivy Pod. Uh, feel free, uh, on Twitter, I'm Strata J. That's my personal handle. And I'm uh, just C. Jake wins, which is probably really confusing, but it's J A Q U I N S uh, at yeah. so you can follow me. John's killing me in followers, so <laughs> no, yeah. no. Oh, and oh, before I forget, um, we keep forgetting to say it, but listen to us on Stitcher. Don't forget to support Stitcher. Uh, we 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 forget to do that plug, right? Uh, but listen on Stitcher Radio. It's a great app for your smartphone. Uh, app of choice or whatever they want us to say mm-hmm. listen to try it out stitcher it's a good good app to try out uh but hey don't forget itunes is always good too mm-hmm. <laughs> website or wherever yes multiple ways to listen right and uh yeah now we're rambling so i guess we should leave yep. thanks bye this <laughs> is the <laughs>
<laughs> Stop it. Yeah. All right.